You know, sometimes you got to learn to love what's good for you. You know what I mean? Hello and welcome to Charlie Swan's Toxic Turn-Ons. Thank you so much for tuning in. Fire, blood, and sex. House of the Dragon has been a real whirlwind of grade A toxic turn-ons. No character more so than Daemon Targaryen. He has this unmistakably volatile quality that strikes such a bad boy itch in such a deliciously dangerous way. He's angry, he's unpredictable, he's powerful, and he's marrying his niece? But ladies far and wide are loving him for these very reasons. Let's get into it. Hi. Hey. <laughs> um, I have to turn down my gain because I'm the loudest person in the world. That's a, a look. That's and okay. And you have a very, you have have a very a resonant voice. voice, too. Yeah, See, it's like, oh, it just travels. I really appreciate that because every time I've recorded this, um, I've when I'm editing the it. The levels are like... <laughs> My levels are here, like my sound waves, and then like it's not even half the person that I'm talking to. So this will be good. Like, got a turn, yeah. Yeah, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, there's a lot to talk about. Here. There's so much to talk about. I mean, I guess just to start, like I'm really, I'm. We kind of talked about this before, but like I'm enjoying House of the Dragon yeah. so far. But it it it's giving season five, six of Game of Thrones a little bit. Yeah, I think we should press preface that <laughs> like we are enjoying sort of as like spectators mm. but like we're not here for the main event that i feel like the writers think that we're all here yes for. yes they feel like they think like they're rising to this occasion to fulfill this like or to continue on this like a legacy that is daenerys daenerys and this like game of thrones world but it's like the ball was dropped, so, so the bar is pretty low. Yeah. So like, it's it kind of reminds me of like the people that are like really big fans of like the Sharknado movies, and they're just like <laughs> disastrous, but they're gonna keep on watching. Like that's the thing. Like no matter how many Game of Thrones spinoffs, yeah. I'm gonna watch. Yeah. But I'm not gonna be like, wow, this is something different. <laughs> right. This is a spectator sport. Like it is. I don't believe that the writers are achieving what like. You know, because like I said, I think that they created this show, one, for money grab. Like, uh, absolutely. Two, because like they're trying to make up for the sins of the past. Like mm -hmm. the fan, most fans felt so betrayed by yes. how they ended the Daenerys storyline. Yeah. Which was just so deeply steeped in misogyny and like old sexist tropes. Just, yeah. And every woman watched that and sighed. Yeah. I, it's so funny how divisive the show is to women. I brought up House of the Dragon to my one friend. Um, and she was like, I vehemently am against Game of Thrones. And when any man tells me that he loves Game of Thrones, I like basically scream at him. Huge red flag. She's like, because if I wanted to watch um, incest rape porn, I could do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that HBO Max subscription. I don't need it. It is funny, though, that um, I like started. I literally came up with this podcast idea and then started it like two weeks later, completely like. Just like blind, <laughs> just blind. I was like, I don't know. I have some stuff. Let's do it. Um, very, very cursed. Look, look, that's. I mean, that's. I feel like the vibe with most podcasts these days. That's like, true. If they don't start at like a cursed vibe, then it's like, what's the point? Yeah, then it's not where, fun. Where, where, where are we gonna go from there? Yeah. yeah now yeah. I could go. Now so you can deep. go some so. It's just, 
can get so toxic. And it will. <laughs> and this is the second time, and you will be, I think, my 10th episode when it airs. This is the second time in eight episodes that I've recorded that I've talked about an incest plot. I, what, was the, what was the first one? Cassandra Clare. Okay, that's right, yeah. that's right. Yep, and that, that incest plot is very different from that one, but this is a good segue. This is a good segue into the, I mean, the kind of sexy incest plot that we're going for. Yeah. Um, and, you know, to, to speak on, like, the realm of George R. R. Martin, we've seen, you know, like, Cersei and Jamie. We've seen incest we've plots. We've seen incest plots before. But this one is... Different. Really different. <laughs> really different. Um, I do find incest plots very interesting. But the thing with Cersei and Jamie is I did not think that that was sexy. And the public collective that was watching the show did not have discourse around it being sexy. At all, at all. Nobody watched Jamie and Cersei and was like, "Mm." (laughs) (laughs) nobody did that. Like absolutely nobody did that. But the public discourse around Damon and Rhaenyra from the get go. From the jump. But there also is the context of like, with the Targaryen history and everything, and like the how like the house was even like established, yeah. and like the the traditions are they were always talking about the traditions of Targaryen. of the Targaryens, yeah, like fuck your sister, <laughs> um, <laughs> and then take over the world. Um, but like this kind of time in the Targaryen history seems like very interesting because it seems like there's like a divide now like they've taken over Westeros and it's been like years and years and years and like ages since then some people are like oh no 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 this can't be and then the other people are like oh no this is how yeah no you can't um uh marry your uncle but you can marry your brother yeah yes yes that is okay because that is like I I can't get over the fact that one, this is an absolutely fictional world and an absolutely fictional family and an absolutely I, <laughs> like and the rules that they create around incest in this world. It's like it's okay for the Targaryens. It's fucked up if you're not a Targaryen. If you're not a Targaryen, like uh uh uh. Um, but so I watched we started talking about this show when I watched episode I think it was three. Um, it's that sexy, sexy, sexy scene when Damon and Rhaenyra when finally... When they sneak away. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. Um, there will be spoilers in this episode. Oops, we, sorry, everybody. <laughs> like, don't listen to my podcast if you're taking anything seriously. Um, <laughs> um, but we started talking about it. That is also, like, when the discourse around them got really, really, really intense. Yeah. I watched that episode talk back because that scene was so interesting to me. You know how the director and the writer always yeah. do a talk back at the end? Yeah. How, did you watch it? I didn't watch it. I watched that talk back. You want to know the first thing he said about <laughs> filming that scene? Because the talk back was entirely about that, like, 10-minute scene where there's just 20 naked bodies fucking and them making out in the middle of it. Yeah. And I'm like, this is porn. <laughs> And I'm okay with it, but this is porn. (laughs) The talkback, the first thing out of his mouth was, we did decide to exclude the fact that they are uncle and niece in the storytelling because that is the Targaryen tradition. And I was like, you made that up, though. Like... You made up the Targaryen tradition. So what would you... Oh, my God. You sick little man. (laughs) Um, But then my second thought was, 
why is this working? Like, why is this? It's they have this like undeniable chemistry. It's I mean, there. I'll give look, give the actors their props. Yeah, but it's they're both like kind of like these like misunderstood people that mm -hmm. should be both have the same claim to the throne, right? right. Like it's the same claim. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's like almost that like power dynamic where it's like the only reason you're the heir is because like your dad hates me. Yeah. And, but the rest of the realm would put me on the throne over you because you're a young girl. Mm -hmm. And so there's like that weird dynamic, but in like this, they're like almost like adversaries that it's so mm -hmm. strange. It's great though. It's like delicious. It's delicious. It's delicious. And you watch it and you're like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> no, no, no. Because because they knew what they were doing. They yeah. knew what they were doing. That's what I find so interesting is they're doing this very intentionally. And in the back of my head, I'm like, I, you know, you, you're an actor, you work in the film industry, yeah. you understand that every single show on television has to have a will they, won't they, yeah. like, has to have, <laughs> it's sad, it's sad, because we're all just watching TV until someone fucks, like, exactly. that's oh what we're God. doing, uh, we're so repressed as a society, um, but not this show, <laughs> but, like, you immediately, Damon comes on screen, the first time he comes on screen, mm. and you know, oh, this is the male part of the will they, won't they. Yeah. I mean, not that it always has to be a man and a woman, but mm. like, he comes on screen and you're like, this is the sexual, sexual guy. And then he gives her the necklace. The necklace. And, does, and like, does the, the, comes behind her and clasps they it. They only speak to each other in Valerian. In High Valerian, like. That um, sexy act. That sexy uh, native tongue. Yes. <laughs> it's dripping in sex from the moment it comes on Fire, the screen. Fire, blood, and sex. <laughs> that's the show's that's name. That's the show. I think that, that's what I'm gonna name this episode. Um, I think that they really like, they do it so purposefully. And then to hear that the showrunner say, we just throw out that they're related. We just don't factor that in when we're writing the story. And it's like, yeah, you can tell. Like complete like lack of like inhibition. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, we, we, we can see that. <laughs> um, what's his name? Is it Matt Smith? Matt Smith, yeah. Do you have you seen him in anything else? I he's Doctor Who. He was Doctor Who. I'm, when he not, was a, much... I'm not a Doctor Who. I'm yeah. not. I'm not a patient. Okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fan base is called, but I'm not a patient of Doctor Who. He, I'm not either. Yeah. But he was also he also plays Philip in The Crown, young Philip. Okay. Um, he plays a couple of other characters very similar in energy to Damon. And I always find that interesting when mm. like a male actor is cast over and over again for his sexual energy. And we've talked about this a couple times on the podcast, but like he always plays like this rogue prince. Because Philip is, is a rogue is prince. The rogue yeah. prince yeah. He always plays this like rogue prince. I'm a bad boy. <laughs> the royal rich entitled yes. bad boy. He always plays that. And like he's always willing to cross the line. Yeah. And there's something really seductive about that. He's yeah. always willing to cross the line, including by seducing his niece. Um, are you a bad boy girl? I, I mean, I... <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, I which is like, like my romantic life is just so like <laughs> dead. <laughs> um, and it, you know, I 
feel like I'm one of those people that's very like easily amused. Okay. And so like if someone can make me laugh, then it's like great. But um, I'm easily amused, but I get bored easily oh. as well. So it's like something about like that, like keeping me on my toes. Like I need to feel like I'm anxious all the time mm. it's so crazy and toxic but like that's i but it's real it makes me feel alive and it's real yeah, yeah. i yeah. love that would you consider yourself like a pretty independent person i'm very independent yeah. see i see this trend so much i'm <laughs> a little bit like this too um <laughs> like i think that like because there's so little that like i desire to depend on a man for yeah that like then like you become this sort of like closed like circuit like you're like I don't need a man for his money or his attention like I don't need his validation like I like you become this person you're like I can be single yeah and I can be alone yeah but then it's like you know you're still human so like when it comes to wanting relating and attraction you're like it needs to shake it up like it needs to well it needs to like be something different Mm -hmm. like yeah like something to i don't know spark some like yeah Yeah. i don't know it needs to shake up the cycle and Mm -hmm. it needs to like because it's like you know i do think a lot of relating is comes from a place of need and that's fine too i think every woman is different sometimes you're a good guy girl and sometimes you're a bad guy girl And, you know, everybody sort of goes back and forth. I've dated good guys, and that's an interesting experience. Um, But I think you have, like, an inherent, are you a a bad boy girl? Or are you a a good guy girl? Yeah, (laughs) and I'm I'm a bad boy girl, too. Definitely. Give me a fucked up blue-eyed loser any day. Like, truly, I'm like, oh, you have a dark, twisty past? Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. And also, so, I'm not sure if you're, like, an astrology girl. I'm a cancer. Okay. Um, and we always want to fix. Mm. So, like, I'm like, mm. Like, my biggest turn is like, ooh, I can fix you. You like the drama. I'm like, ooh, let me get in there. Let me let me get you to cry, baby. Mm. Mm. We're going to work out all of those problems. I love that. That's so interesting. <laughs> It's terrible because they don't want to. No, on this show, it's interesting. (laughs) I want to fix everything and everyone. People tell this story around this particular narrative that we're talking about, which so many women engage with, myself included. You know, this narrative like, oh, she wants to fix him. It's really like sort of... I think a a story of weakness is told around it. But I think it really comes from this place of like... When you're a really strong, independent, hashtag mm-hmm. woman. Hashtag woman. <laughs> um, you deal with so much shit. Yeah. And you go through so much shit. And there's like this inherent, I think, trauma mm. to like becoming a strong, independent woman. Like yeah. you have to wade through rivers of shit. Yeah. And then I think there's something attractive in seeing that in somebody else. Like, there's something that draws you to Uh, that same river of shit. And that, like, relatability, yeah. And then you want, and then somebody who's still waiting in the river of shit can't really relate to you. So then you try to pull Pull them them out. out. And then it also feels, like, earned. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's that, like... And there's an intimacy to that. Yeah, like, if we make it through all Mm -hmm. of these trials and come out on the other side together, like, our bond is unbreakable yeah yeah and also like somebody who's like swimming in that river of emotional like turmoil Mm -hmm. like inherently to relate to you they have to take you to such an intimate place yeah like you skip right ahead to the trauma and the daddy issues and the mommy (laughs) issues and the you just get deep immediately exactly and 
it's really seductive. It is. And I. <laughs> <laughs> Every single time I think you're gonna like say something like it's really um Fucked controversial or no. it's really um quite toxic. You're oh that's really kind of sexy. Hot. <laughs> <'Cause> I'm right. <laughs> but like I love this podcast. <laughs> thank you so much. That's so kind. <laughs> but that's the whole point in the podcast. It's like we can put things in boxes of right and wrong and, you know, sometimes with, you know, like, I I don't know when, there. I think that, like, you can go really far without that being productive, yeah. you know, putting boxes in sexual right and wrong. It's like, I think, like, the threshold of that is, like, harm, like, mm. genuine harm. And then we're outside of the realm of sexual desire. That's just harm. Right. But, like... I do think there's a really wide area that we're not willing to examine and call it sexy. Yeah. And like, I think part of House of the Dragon, you're watching it, like, yeah, incest is not good. We not, know, not good. We know not it's good. not good, mm-hmm. we know it's wrong, but it is a reality that has existed for all of humans. Since the beginning of the Targaryens. <laughs> <laughs> and the, it's okay for them, <laughs> because it's existed since the beginning. Like, it's not good, it's not okay, but like, I don't think that I ever want to like look at something that's not with the intention of harm and say like that's wrong or bad and we shouldn't examine mm-hmm. that because like then it just perpetuates the bad cycle, you right. know? Like I know I love a fucked up bad boy. Am I probably going to let at least five more ruin my life? Absolutely, and as you should. Yeah, <laughs> I'm probably going to do that, but like also that is so a part of the person that I am. Mm. So I choose to look at that and be like, yeah, that's real and I don't feel shame about that. Right. Um I'm a little embarrassed about how sexy I find Damon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're, yeah. <laughs> like, this plot is really working for me. I think I'm more embarrassed because it's like the writers so clearly engineered it to work and it is working. And it's working because it's like literally like it's it's like, okay, A squared plus B squared equals C squared. And I'm just like, give me. Oh, give me. Oh, yes. Um, num, like, num. Yeah, I'm like just like sitting like front row looking at the chalkboard. <laughs> I'm like, yay. Like, <laughs> so true. I do think though that like, like you said, it's like they have common like trauma exactly. around her father. Mm-hmm. They have common trauma around not being chosen. Yeah, they have like this common ground. They have common enemies, mm-hmm. and they're like kind of like in a way they're making the choice like they can either be each other's enemy yeah. or they can be each other's allies. Are we gonna kill each other? Or are we gonna are fuck we gonna each kiss? other? Yeah. Are we gonna kill? Are we gonna kiss? And that like line of danger is so hot when you're watching them. It's like yeah. you don't know what's gonna happen know. next. And I do think that, like, all of this commonality is Mm -hmm. because they are related. related, Like, they wouldn't have that commonality. And I feel like that's the story they tell with the Targaryens over and over again is like, well, the only person who could ever understand or be as good as a Targaryen is a Targaryen. So we intermarry. Mm -hmm. And everybody else in Westeros is just like, yeah, it's cool for them, not not for us. For us, absolutely not. No. No, the old gods would not like that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think we've gotten to the point where um, we should talk about the wigs. Oh my God, the wigs are so, it's, okay. So, so now the the dance of the dragons is like about to happen like yeah. in the show. Like, so we both know the story yeah. of everything. So there's about to be a huge like civil war of the Targaryens 
And I'm guessing this is where all of the black people in Westeros die. Probably. Because there were none they in were Game not. of Thrones. Yeah. There were just no black people. Um, look, I wish the black people of Westeros, uh, I do not wish for them to go extinct, but I do wish for those wigs to go extinct. <laughs> I need, who is like the hair, who's, who's running the hair and makeup department on that show? Bad. Bad. Fired. Fired. Sin. 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 I don't care about the brother and sister kissing. I care about these. Look, I, in fact, I support the brother and sister kissing, <laughs> but what I don't support is the wigs. I Buy wig. <laughs> there's no justification for any of the black people's wigs on the show. Like, it looks like... Uh, I think I I think I told you this, but like, um, oh, what is his name? Lanor. Um, yes, when he was like a teenager, his like like wig of locks. Yeah. Looks like he has a helmet on, <laughs> and then with like a sheep's wool like on top of it. <laughs> I was like, what is going <laughs> on here? Like, what is happening? It's bad. It's. Is so bad, and they also look like kind of it's like messy almost it's messy. too. Yeah. So it's like these people are like supposed to be like these like high royal people, and like everyone has these like great intricate hairstyles, like yeah. living in like the capital and yeah, all of all these houses, and like y'all are sending these people out with like bedhead. <laughs> it's not good. And I even bedhead because I'm like, you did not put a bonnet on before you went to bed. Like, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it would not look like this. It was such a missed opportunity oh. too because it could have been so beautiful. It could have been so beautiful and it was such an opportunity to like really, with everything that's been going on like, in, with, the world. in the world and like in Hollywood in general and like with like the lack of representation especially in like the fantasy, fantasy yeah in the fantasy world um this could have been such a great opportunity mm -hmm. for like them to like hire like an amazing. an amazing like hair and makeup department and they did do something really phenomenal and like have this equal opportunity for like these actors to show up and like be looking as great yeah. and like shining as like their white counterparts but like we didn't get that you know what like we missed it <laughs> we here's missed the mark it. and this is where we landed opposite ends really bad and yeah. honestly like it's less noticeable, but the white people's wigs aren't any better. The white people's wigs are, like, they're just bad. Like, Daenerys' hair on the show in Game of Thrones was its own character. It's just... Like, every episode were these beautiful... Like, you couldn't even figure out how they did these beautiful styles and wigs. Yeah. And, like, Rhaenyra's just got, like, a bad flat iron, like, every time. Every single time. And, like, I guess, like, they, like, blended... It, I mean, they're all just pretty bad. They're, they're all bad. bad. I mean, Dan's none, wig is bad. None more than the Valerians, but, but yeah, I was about to say they got they got the short end of the stick. They really did. Yeah. That was tough. That was really really tough to watch. Yeah. But also, like, there is something about that blonde wig on Damon. There is something about it that does do something for me, at least. For so, I don't. Like it's it for me. It's like the story leading up to it. It's the danger. Mm. It's like the oh my gosh! Like he's about to pop off at any second. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta be there for that. Like I like I love that like toxic, yeah. rageful like, 
energy that's like right below the service. Like when the messenger came um, to tell him, um, what was it, that Mysterious um, was getting remarried uh -huh. to Allison, and like he like beat the shit out of that messenger. Yeah, I was like, mm. Mm. <laughs> like I like that. For me, it's like it's like the rage underneath. Right, and he does carry himself with this rage, with this rage and like this confidence, even though he's like. Like, at least for the first several time jumps, he's losing. Yeah. Like, absolutely losing, but he still has this, like, rage. determination and this rage and this, like, entitlement. Mm -hmm. um, but physically, I... Not. It's not... He doesn't do it for me. I think, unfortunately, physically, he does do it for me. <laughs> I think he's really tall. I actually say this all the time. I'm really susceptible to lizard brain. Lizard brain. Whereas, like, if a man is tall and wide and very mask presenting, uh, you're like, like gimme, gimme, it's gimme, gimme all that man after numb. midnight. <laughs> it's all over for me. Uh, and he has that very like masculine face and that like brow ridge that is that jaw, that I'm, jaw. Yeah, yeah. And I think combined with this, like my friend was platinum once, platinum blonde. She had mm -hmm. long platinum blonde hair, and she always says she's like, there's something about having that hair color that almost is like a beacon it's, for sexual like attention. It's yeah. like. Yeah. Like, yeah. it is just this beacon of sexual attention, and I feel like that happens. I mean, the girls who, no, not girls, the people mm. who play Rhaenyra um, are are both beautiful. Yeah. Like, they're both very beautiful people, but yeah. then they put that wig on. And you're just like, oh. <laughs> Hello? You're like, it's doing something. It's really doing it something. Yeah. Uh, so that wig does help. And speaking of rage, um, I watched episode nine last night. Mm. Episode 10's not out yet, although this episode will go live um, after episode 10 is out. The guy who plays Amond now? Yeah, yeah. He rides a big... He rides that big... <laughs> he mounts that big, big dragon. <laughs> Rides it all the way up into the sky. Ooh, Ooh baby. Ooh, baby. <laughs> He's a sociopath. He's a sociopath, but guess what? He takes what is his. Are you going to feed me to your Are dragon? You gonna, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'd like it. I don't know. That's... <laughs> <laughs> The violence is really something. He's violent. He's, he's a, really violent. He's, he's a like, deeply violent. I mean, it's kind of like like how they they say whatever like a Targaryen is born, like the gods flip a coin. Yeah, it's like he's like he's the, well, he and his older brother. They're yeah. both just awful. They're yeah. both terrible. Um, but Aegon is. Aegon is past the point of like honestly to me I'm like he's he's uh, yeah. he's so twisted that like it's not it's it's not that it's there's no question there he is twisted yeah he is fucked up he is beyond redemption that's not interesting yeah Aemond he has a sort of backstory where you understand how he gets to this point yeah and there is still an underlying level of like nobility to him mm. i don't mean nobility of blood like that bullshit i mean like him being like i study and i toil and i try and like i want to sort of be a because good he leader. has this goal yeah. and he has this like this sense of like duty that i think kind of no one else really understands except yeah. for like Renera and Allison. Right. And um, 
I would even say that he kind of like understands that more than Damon, which is mm -hmm. kind of funny that like now they become like these adversaries. Yeah, adversaries. Yeah. I and then they just look strikingly similar. They do look yeah. strikingly similar, and they have a similar energy. Mm -hmm. Eamon was on that screen this episode, and I was like, I I smash. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where did that? Because a child played his character for the first like however many episodes, yes, and then they bring yes. this guy out. Which also terrible wig for that child. Terrible, terrible wig. wig for that child. For all Justice the for that child. <laughs> Justice for him. But a the mm -hmm. eye patch is working too. The eye patch. It's such. It's that like thick leather strap. <laughs> <laughs> it's that. Thick leather across his face. Uh, his face, and then like it's just sharp and like perfectly lined, lined with the jaw. Chin. Yeah, that's not yeah. good. See, I'd sit on that eye patch. I would. Sit on <laughs> I'd sit on that eye patch for certain. For certain. He's doing it a lot. He physically, yeah, yeah, it's doing it for me. It's doing it. Doing it for me. I think that it's like again that question that like rage it. It's so attractive. Mm -hmm. I also think something that I find really attractive about Damon once he and Rhaenyra get together is like, he sort of then like devotes his ruthlessness to her. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, like I will never really be king. He'll only ever be king consort yeah. by her side. But yeah. like now he's just like so devoted to like her mm -hmm. claim. Like he's so ruthless for her. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's sexy. That's sexy. That's, That's sexy. sexy. It's like all of these really, I don't actually put, I don't have enough faith in the writers for them to understand um, what women want sexually and for them to weave this enough. No. I think it came together in a proper way that is exhibiting this, but no, I don't I don't believe that they know where we're coming from. Because they're, they're like, we're either sex crazy or like, we want power. And it's so crazy because a woman wants power. power. So like, she has to have sex to get it. <laughs> How crazy. How crazy. How crazy. Um, uh. Me and my friend have this theory that um, there's only um, like three types of female characters <laughs> in any universe. And this litmus test works for all stories. Um, you're either um, a smart whore, a dumb whore, or a smart virgin. Or a smart virgin. So like, and in the Game of Thrones universe, uh, with Allison, Allison is a new type of character um, because they didn't have any um, smart virgins on on Game of Thrones originally. But you're either um, a smart. There was kind of Sansa. Sort of, yeah. Kind of, they, yeah. And they kick that character they, around uh, like it's their like job. Like a sack of potatoes, <laughs> like Jesus Christ. But there's only smart whores and dumb whores. And there's dumb only whores. smart whores and dumb whores. And, and then smart virgins. And, and then there's another new type of character with Game of Thrones, and it's um, functionally a male character that they just cast a, a femme-identifying person in. Yes, So yes. like Rhaenyra on a page, if mm. you don't assign any sort of gender presentation to the character, that's a male character. Yeah. They do whatever they want. They have power. They fuck around. Like that's a male character. Yeah. Like they're not actually writing. I think a nuanced female character at all. The only thing in like they're really kind of really leaning on the rules of the world here to yeah. like, give any any woman in the in the series like those mm -hmm. attributes. Yeah. Like, um, basically a male character except for they're oppressed because they're a woman. Yeah. Like, it's like oppression is like that one identifier yeah. consistently. There's nothing else. There's nothing else. And I wish, I wish, I don't know when this is gonna happen, probably when we can manage to make like 
film writers rooms more diverse. Yeah. And I'm sure the world will be over by then. No, like, absolutely. <laughs> we won't be making films at that point. No, um, no. But like, I wish that I could explain to male writers that it is not progressive to portray sexism on screen. Yeah. It is not progressive simply to show that sexism exists. No. Which they do in the Game of Thrones universe over and over again. This yeah. whole show is. This entire, this entire show is yeah. about that. And like, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything. I know the, how it ends. But it doesn't get fixed. No. You're and just like watching. Are, yeah. You just watch it and you're like, oh, the the lesson that we're supposed to be learning is that, hmm, the, the day for women is not here yet, but, you know, because we did see it for just a moment, there is hope. But then, no, because y'all just finished a series that takes place 200 years later. Yeah. And y'all got rid of all the, the women. Yeah, and like murdered all of the not white people. Yeah, and murdered all the non-white people, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, what is the lesson that we're supposed to be learning from this? You've already established a world where this story does not really change. Right. So then why is it so important that we're telling you right now? Exactly, and then the only thing to come back for is the sexy bits. It's the sexy bits, and it's just like, okay, cool. Like, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, like as like a series, it's like, I know where it's going, and it's like, why? Right. That's do we what have I, to continue? I heard. So, I had another friend say they were like, "Well, I don't need to watch that show because it's the same retelling of Daenerys. Like, I it's she's the not going to win." Yeah. You know what George R. R. Martin's justification for like how Rhaenyra really wins in the end is like, so she continues on the Targaryen dynasty. Her children sit on yeah. the throne eventually. Yeah. How fucked up is that? That like the only way that she wins on is, is as that, a mother, as a mom. Yeah. Fuck you. It's like no, she that was. She didn't get the throne that was like, <laughs> it's like for her. Yeah. And like even, and they're kind of doing the same thing that they did with like Cersei with like Alicent too. Yeah. Where it's like, there's all these like evil men in this world, right. but the most evil person is this woman. Yeah. Simply because she's doing what she thinks is right. And like, also because like any sort of, all of her origin is like being kicked around by men. And so like whenever yeah. she goes to evil means, like, you know, Cersei's story devolves and she does sort of get like so steeped in that evil she can't step out of it. Yeah. But like, it is still men's fault. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> you know, so like, it's just this really frustrating thing that you can't seem to like get across to men. It's like, it's not enough to depict sexism on screen. You also have to do something like with it. Like champion, like above that, like like establish like a new world, like in this kind of like medieval sense, yeah. like rewrite history essentially. Because you created this you, world. You literally have the power to do that. Yeah. It's so crazy when people are creating like these like fantasy worlds, how they're like, okay, they're in long dresses, we must, hate women and like, non-white people <laughs> and non-white people it's like you're literally what are what's the point of creating and like building a world if it's the same as the shitty one that already exists yeah but like, that's not fantasy that's just like his like history class but with like a dragon and like yeah and that's boring yeah it's like we don't want that so i do think the show is boring and the only thing that is keeping me going is it's like the sex the sex the sex, the sex. sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a lot to, like, that's a, that, I think that really says something about, like, how women consume male-created media, which most media is male-created. Like, yeah. we're watching it, and we're like, uh, this is dumb. Yeah. But there's sexy bits. But there's sexy bits, and, like, I'm 
enthralled with this storyline because they're gonna fuck again. Yeah, and I will watch Goo-goo that. Goo goo gaga, give me. Nom nom nom. Nom I will consume this media because sexy time. <laughs> because it tickles my insides. <laughs> my insides. <laughs> I will give credit to the actors. I think the, the actors, actors are sensational. sensational. Um, Olivia Cook is like also like my. So that's good. that's who I'm watching for. Yeah. Like she's so beautiful. So beautiful. And like, so good. I'm like, where are her sexy scenes? I would love I to would watch. Love that. I want to see like Arnera and Allison. Let's watch that. That's what I was interested in. <laughs> yeah. That's what I wanted to see when like. Um, like in the beginning, they in do the have beginning. It was very like sapphic, sapphic, and like I was like, I'm really interested in this, but like, it. I loved watching that power like exchange because young Rhaenyra has all of this power. She's yeah. all of this energy. Yeah, and I loved watching that exchange between her and Alicent get a There's little that sexual. Shift. Yeah, yeah. And you, you never get what you want. Women aren't getting what they want on the show. No. We're getting little crumbs with the incest plot. With the, the incest plot, a little bit of like, ooh, the the gay plot, but like, and then even also with like. Uh, and this, I'm like, why do we also have to have like all this homophobia? They kick that around too. <laughs> they kick it's it around. It's the same thing as the first. Uh, it's the same. Yeah. The first Baratheon brother who's also gay. Like they just kick yes, it. Yes, with Ronly, and they're like, they're just like, like. Oh, they just kick it around. I'm just like, we're totally cool in this universe with this brother and sister. With this brother and sister, and like that's that was like the whole thing because now Aegon is married to his sister. his sister, and it's like Helena, right? Yeah, Helena, and it's. like... Like, wasn't this, like, a whole thing, thing, like, two episodes ago? Wasn't, like, Viserys, like... You can't marry you my can't daughter. Right. So, like, overall grade for the show, I'm going to give it, like, a D. I, it's like it's a strong D for dragon. It's a strong... For dick. <laughs> D for dragon, D for dick. D for dick. I, I, why also, I- not to mention, I was, I was so, so happy that Renera and Damon finally, like had sex in their yeah. little tent but boring it's very tender it was very that's tender not what I that's not what i wanted that's not what i wanted that's not what i wanted it was sweet it but was i wasn't sweet, expecting but sweetness not, that, no, no no where is like that like bloodlust after all uh, this yeah. time you where's kinda, the passion you kind of want to see him hate fuck a little you, like hate fucking like where's like the and like uh, who wants to just watch you missionary it was very fade to black too yeah and with the clothes on? Gross. Ew. That's not what I wanted. That's not what... No. No, no, no. That's not what I wanted. That's not what we wanted. I... So that <laughs> that episode where she doesn't... Almost fucks Damon and then she fucks and, Kristen Cole. Yes. Um, that's... Oh, what a shit, right? What a, what a shit. shit. Well, that is like... His character is not... I mean, it is interesting. It's infuriating because every woman knows a man like this. Yeah. It's like... It's not... You can tell that when they wrote him, they thought they wrote a rich character, and um, they didn't. It's uh, just a snot. It's like just the a same, middle school boy. It's the same guy who looks to a woman to fulfill his male power fantasy, make me loved and powerful and sexual, like make me, me take care of you, make me a man. Yeah. And when she does not fulfill that, he becomes misogynist. Yeah. That's just incel culture. Just, <laughs> like, I don't need to watch that. That's not interesting. It's like, we don't need to see this, this person represent, I mean, representation matters, but we don't need to see. It's already out it's there. Already like, there. <laughs> but it's there. That's, 
it's there. Like, it's, that's not, we all, yeah. yeah. And this is, like, the difference between when women intake media and men do. And, yeah. like, when men write, write media and women do. It's, like, you just, you don't get the female perspective at all. At all. At all. I love, love, though, like, the, like, the conversations we're having around, like, how attractive that like da- not just danger you don't ever really think that damon is going to kill her mm-hmm. you don't ever really think that he's going to cause her physical harm yeah. but it's like this energy of like like sticking your finger in a toaster when yeah. they're together yeah it's like anything could happen because it's also like is she going to kill him right you know when she she's like when she got on her dragon yeah like when and she was like that 16. was sexual too that was sexual as hell and it was like his entire army is right there. She could kill him with her dragon right there. Yeah. And it's like the respect and like a little bit of there's like always that like fear. It's yeah. like they, they 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 are meeting their match. Mm-hmm. And there's there's just so many different like alignments between the two of them. I think like that relationship is like one of the few that's it's been rich. very, it's very interesting. Like, richly established. Yeah. I do think, though, that, like, the... Like I said, like, you know, we it's we sort of joke around, like, oh, like, liking the bad boy and liking things that are bad for you. But, like, their intimacy... Like, intimacy does feel dangerous mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah. Like, um, you know, bearing yourself to another person is scary mm-hmm. and at times dangerous. Like, it always feels a little dangerous. Yeah. I think with two people everybody has you know like sort of dark experiences in life everybody goes through things but i think with two people who aren't interested in the danger like who don't want to go as deeply Mm -hmm. into intimacy like they don't get to that it takes a lot longer to get to that live wire place of like bearing yourself to another person and maybe they never get there yeah like i think a lot of relationships a, a lot of them like are more disinterested in like sort of a surface level intimacy, mm-hmm. which can be important and life giving. But like, you know, the intim- like the intimacy between Damon and Rhaenyra, like it's not even like these outside factors of like, are they going to like who's going to be king? Who's going to be queen? Yeah, are they going to yeah. fight? It's more that they know each other so well yeah. like that power exchange when she flies in on her dragon to get that egg like yeah and they've both they've both been like so alone together so alone together mm-hmm. like when they are speak and they're always speaking alone because they're the only ones who speak valyrian around yeah. like when they're having that exchange and she's like she basically like tells him <laughs> you're like yeah I'm like, oh yeah they don't even take their clothes off they, they don't, don't even don't. kiss but like you're watching that exchange and like she basically point blank tells him like I know exactly what you're doing right now and it's not even near to what you're telling everybody else you're doing yeah like that power exchange of like you'll never best me because I know you so well and I know you I'm like five steps ahead yeah and he does the same thing to her he's like I know you and I know that like you're willing to be as ruthless as I am Mm. it's like that intimacy that does partially come from them being related yeah Um, (laughs) yes but that's like i think that is sort of the seduction of their incest plot and their danger Mm -hmm. and the danger that like you said you relate to in real life it's like this person will we're gonna have to go deep fast yeah and that feels dangerous yeah and that's there's like the stakes are so much higher Mm -hmm. there's so much like 
I don't know, it is, I love exploring like my toxic traits. <laughs> I love it too. Where it's like, oh, mm. like when we're down here, like the stakes are so much higher, there's so much to lose if this, like we go our separate ways. Yeah. Like what's the point of like getting to that like intimacy, that level of intimacy, if we're not going to push through and trudge through the shit. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's, I think that's kind of like cool. I don't know. I think <laughs> I do. I think it's sort of brave because it's like I do think that like you encounter or at least I encounter like with dating and men mm. like you encounter this like laziness, like this apathy mm -hmm. or at least I do. I won't say you, uh, <laughs> but like I encounter this sort of like apathy or laziness a lot when it comes to love and relating. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure this is across the board, but I mostly date men. So like, mm. <laughs> you know, I encounter this with men all the time. It like, it gets to this point where like, I don't know, I just want someone to like fucking hang out and with. And like, hang out with me, yeah. I don't, I have people to hang out with. And if I want to get off, I can do that on my own. Like right. I, <laughs> I like. You don't need to have like a whole relationship. No. You know, like eight months. Yeah. So. Like I, like let's fucking, get into it yeah. like and let's be honest in a way that you're not allowed to not I say that in air quotes but like you don't really get the opportunity you get the opportunity to do that like on a regular basis it's like yeah. they're, they're it's almost like nurturing like this intimate relationship that like is what is like appealing for me like nurturing yeah. one another and like knowing those like icky parts mm -hmm. and like accepting and not doing anything to like change those things, but like how can this develop and grow into something that's more functional and positive? Right. For like this person individually, and then also like in our relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's get through it together. Let's get through it together. Let's like, yeah, like these seeds are like kind of weird right now but let's just like cultivate something better mm. yeah and that's a little bit i think something i see in damon and rhaenyra too it's like mm. once they're older it's yeah. like we've been through it all together we yeah. have so much shared experience like that intimacy mm -hmm. is so hard like you you can't do create that with anything other than time yeah and that or with sticking out it out with someone yeah it's it's sexy. It is sexy. And they're also like, we kind of talked about, they're both kind of like this like rogue prince, this rogue princess. Yeah. Like Beyonce, Jay-Z on the run, part two. Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde. Like, <laughs> both of them are so, so flawed. It, it's But it's so nice to see that like, these two people that are like deeply flawed are still going to like, fight with tooth and nail yeah. for, this claim that should be hers, but like, it's still kind of like muddled. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's so muddled. She's, it's really it's not muddled. like, it's very, very, very muddled, but like, they're still going to justify with whatever ruthless yeah. means they have. And yeah, and it's kind of fun because no one's right. No one's right. Like, it's a fuck fest. No one's right at yeah. all. Like, Viserys is dead, and like, it's just kind of like, woohoo! Yeah, like, so just take your clothes off. Take we don't your clothes need off. To fucking kill. <laughs> but, anyways, yeah. thank you so much for going deep there. Thank you. Thank you for coming for on. And thank you for making me feel um, unalone and how attractive I, attractive I find this. So, okay, it's, it, I mean, like, there, there's, it's literally like in the formula. Things that I would do uh, for Amond are disgusting. There, and like, we're only gonna get one more episode of him. And like, I already, like, 
I would feed me to your dragon. So many things. So feed me to your dragon. Mount, <laughs> mount me, me on the dragon. Mount the dragon. Like, <laughs> and that's the episode, folks. And that's the episode. That's all, folks. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Charlie Swan's Toxic Turn-Ons. I love and appreciate you for doing so more than I can say. Tune in next week for more bad boys and more incest plots, if you can believe it. For extended show notes that include reading, watching, and listening recommendations, as well as a related journal prompt, subscribe to my substack below.